Welcome to the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. I'm your host and teacher, Eddie Hyatt. So glad that I'm able to be back with you again today. This is a Thursday morning episode. We're continuing in Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus, and we're still on uh, Ephesians chapter 2. We're now ready to uh, to delve into verse 21. We spent, I think, about three days on verse 20, some very uh, vital, important uh, teachings there that I hope you will go back and listen to them if you haven't already The of the last three days. And um, today we're looking at verse 21, which we just touched on in our at the ending of our episode yesterday. And so I'm going to begin reading it again. Paul says, in whom the whole building, in whom, personal pronoun, talking about Jesus, in whom the whole building being fitted together. Um, uh, Paul probably has a picture of Solomon's temple in the Old Testament. And um, in, in Solomon's temple, it grew quietly. The Bible says there was no sound of a hammer or any tool at the site of, of the, the construction of Solomon's temple because everything was shaped, the stones, furniture, everything was shaped away from the site. It was, modern term, prefabricated. And it was brought to the site and fitted together. And so it grew, it grew slowly without a lot of fanfare, without a lot of, of publicity and noise and fanfare. It grew silently. And a lot of what God is doing in your life and my life and his church, he's just doing quietly without a lot of fanfare, but it will eventually be seen and noticed. You, you can count on that. But uh, so here it says, so Paul is using the analogy of the church as a building in whom the whole building, now we established earlier that were built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. But now, as like living stones, we're being fitted together. And we made clear yesterday, how do we fit together? You have to start with the cornerstone. We have to start with having a relationship with the chief cornerstone. Because in ancient architecture, uh, the, the cornerstone, every other stone was put in place in relation to the cornerstone and was measured from the cornerstone. The cornerstone served an architectural purpose to keep the building aligned and to keep the building to be built according to the plan and to turn out the way it's supposed to be turned out. So so everything has to be is put in place in relation to the cornerstone. So if you want to find yourself in the building God is building, build Give priority to your relationship with Jesus, who is the chief cornerstone, in whom, in him, the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. Now, I want to especially look at that, those two words, a holy temple. It said it grows. In other words, there is a process that is going on. That, yes, there is a wonderful process. God is, Jesus is building his church. And here he calls it a holy temple. The, the Greek word holy is hagios. And the word hagios means to be marked, 
and set apart for a special purpose. For example, in the Old Testament, the the vessels in the in Moses' tabernacle, which were also then used in Solomon's temple, they were hagias. They were marked off and they were set apart for special use in the worship of Jehovah or Yahweh, as the Hebrew, the way the Hebrew would pronounce it. And they were not used for daily menial use. They were used, they were marked off and set apart for special use. They were they were hagias. That word hagias is also translated holy. It's translated as sanctify and sanctification. Uh, in the Lord's Prayer, it is translated as hallowed because the word hallowed is a form of hagias. Hallowed be thy name. It's a, an expression and a prayer that God's name will be treated in a, in a special reverential hagias manner because his name is, is, uh, is to be revered and set apart as holy. So this temple that God is building, it's a hagias temple of which you and I are a part. In fact, the word saint is a derivative of this word hagias. When Paul writes his letters, he will often address it to the saints who are, yes, here the one to Ephesus, but in the different letters. But Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus. And again, the word saints, it, it means those whom God has marked and set apart for his special purpose. So if you have put your faith in Jesus Christ, God has marked you. You are now hagias. You belong to him. You are separated unto him. From heaven's perspective, you are marked and set apart for his special purposes. Hallelujah. So if he was writing a letter to your city today, and, and you were included in that letter, he would refer to you as the, the hagios ones, the saints, those whom God has marked and set apart for his special purpose. Now, that's the word that is translated holy, hagios. Now, the word temple is the Greek word naos. There were two words that Paul could have used for the word temple. There was the word heron, which referred to the entire uh, temple complex. And when Paul was writing this, uh, the temple in Jerusalem, the second temple, it was the temple. Uh, Herod had expanded the one that the, the the ones who had returned from the Babylonian captivity, uh, they had, had, had built and restored it. But then the temple, but then Herod, uh, he expanded it. And it was a magnificent structure in the first century. And it had different porches and and uh, and, and and different areas, and uh, it had different courts, porches, and different areas. Uh, but that innermost sanctuary. Now, now that entire temple complex was called the Heron. But then there was that innermost sanctuary where the only piece of furniture was the Ark of the Presence of God the, and uh, the Ark of the Covenant, uh, which held the, uh, the stone with that, that God had inscribed his Ten Commandments on with the finger of God. They were there. And uh, 
no one could go into that Holy of Holies. It was an awesome place. There were very heavy curtains that had it cordoned off. And only the high priest could go in there once a year and then with a blood sacrifice to offer up for his sins and for the sins of the people of Israel. This was the place where the, the Shekinah glory of God would manifest and was revealed. And the people had to keep their distance from that innermost sanctuary, that Holy of Holies, which the, the Greek-speaking Jews, they called it the Naos, the innermost sanctuary. Now, when Jesus was crucified, and when he arose from the dead, that curtain was ripped from the top to the bottom. Now, it was a very thick curtain. Uh, the Jewish historian said it was so thick that, uh, you, you know, uh, that two oxen could not rip it and tear it and pull it apart. But God, when Jesus died on the cross, that curtain was ripped from the top to the bottom. And it was like an expression of God was saying, hey, the price has been paid. You're welcome to now come into my presence through Jesus Christ. And so that innermost sanctuary was called by Greek-speaking Jews, the Naos, the Holy of Holies, the place where the Shekinah glory of God dwelt. And so Paul says here, listen to this. He says, in whom, that is in Jesus, the whole building being fitted together grows into a hagios naos in the Lord. You realize what we are a part of? God is building a Hagios Naos. He is building a sanctuary, a dwelling place for himself. In the Old Testament, he had Moses to build a tabernacle. David had a desire to build something more for God than a tabernacle, and, and God wouldn't allow him because he had been a person of war. So Solomon built this, this uh, beautiful temple. Because of the people's sins, God allowed it to be destroyed. The Bible says in John chapter 1 of Jesus that, that, uh, that he dwelt among us. And the Greek word says he tabernacled among us. In other words, Jesus was a dwelling place for God. Verse 14 of John 1, and the word became flesh and dwelt. The, 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 the Greek literally says he tabernacled among us and we beheld his glory. Now, today, God is not dwelling in buildings made out of brick and wood and stone. Now, thank God for nice churches and cathedrals for God's people to come together to worship him in. But those buildings are not his sanctuary. Those buildings are not his dwelling place. There are people throughout history and people today that because of their situation and persecution, they have to meet in secret in homes or out in the forest or in fields. They, as they meet together in his name, they are the Argios Naos, as much as any group that's meeting in any building, because it's the people that are the dwelling place of God. Now, 
there's so much of this to this that I'm going, we're, we're going to have to pick this up tomorrow. But this is such an incredible thing. You and I are being built together. And he points out in the, the next, in the next verse, in whom we also are being built together, verse 22, for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Now, the word dwelling place there refers to a permanent dwelling place. In other words, the body of Christ, the church, the people of God, God is building us together as his permanent sanctuary, his permanent dwelling place. He will never look for another dwelling place other than his people that he is now building together in Jesus Christ. Now, we're going to pick up on this tomorrow. Don't miss it. Got some really exciting revelation I'm going to share with you. In the meantime, check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. You'll find a bookstore that has books by both Sue and myself. Uh, you'll find articles. You'll find some links to blogs and uh, TV channels. And also there's contact information there that you are welcome to. Uh, if you want to send an email to Sue or to myself, uh, it's very easy. You'll see the contact information there. If you want to give an offering to our ministry, we're not underwritten by any church or denomination or organization, but by the free will offerings of people who are blessed by our ministry. So uh, there is a PayPal uh, button there you can use, or uh, we have an address if you want to send a check, or uh, there's information there if you want to use Zelle. Uh, it's all, the information is all there, and I will look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.